everyone. Welcome back to the Courage Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Love, and this week's episode is a juicy one. There, I honestly do not think there will ever be an episode that I'm not excited about because I am just excited about all the things that have to do with life and our time in this lifetime and on this world. So this week, I want to talk about how to become your own alchemist. I have become very fascinated with that word in the last like year or two because of just the power it has and just everything it means. So the definition of alchemy is to transform base metals such as lead and copper into silver or gold. So let's apply that to our life. How can you become your own alchemist? Inner alchemist to alchemize everything that you've experienced, everything that you've gone through, all the pain, all the suffering, all the things, and transmute it into your passion, into your purpose, into something beautiful, something strong, something lasting in your life. I truly do believe that everything is happening for us and that our souls chose this path and chose these specific things for us to experience in this lifetime for its optimal growth, for your soul to evolve, for your soul to expand, and then also for you to transmute those pain those things that you experience in your life into your passion and your purpose to help guide and help others through similar things. I mean, just as much as our journeys are very individual and we experience things in our own individual ways, we still have a lot that we resonate within each other and a lot that we see in each other in our experiences. And I mean, how many times have you listened to something on social media or TikTok or whatever, that you're like, ooh, that one hits home. And I want to argue, <laughs> not really argue, just offer a different perspective of the sayings that life is hard, relationships are hard. I wanna challenge that. And I wanna challenge the fact that we, they are hard because we are making them hard. Anything that's challenging us is trying to change us. And anything that you're not changing, you're choosing. So I feel like we make life so much harder when we have these attachments to things, when we refuse to see things, when we refuse to look in the mirror, when we refuse to accept our place in our pain, our role in the shit that's happening in our lives. Why, when we don't get curious, I mean, the only way out is through. And the place where you can find the freedom is within yourself, trying to find out why and where you're attached to all these things and how to break free from them. I was listening to a friend's podcast recently, which is The Way of the Wolf by Sean Barnes. You should definitely check it out. And he was talking about, or not just he, in that 
episode, they talked about the rate of divorce and that how it's a large percentage. I don't know. I think it's like 70 or 80% of the divorces that are initiated are by women. And I immediately kind of was like, huh, it made me think a little more because I'm totally part of that statistic. So I can think back on my reasonings for getting divorced. And honestly, so much of it was because my own conditioning that I was so unconscious of and how much of my life I was living unconsciously, just checking the boxes, you know, and just not really believing not only in myself and my own self-worth and what I want in my life and what I know I deserve in my life and what I'm willing to accept, but also not being as aware of what's actually out there. And honestly, I didn't really believe that there was really anyone better because all the people I was surrounded with had way worse relationships. Doesn't make it any better. But then I started thinking, okay, let me zoom out some more so I can think of why I got divorced and why I initiated it and how I have done things since then and worked on how do I not continue those patterns? Well, a lot of people come and talk to me about things, very vulnerable things, married people, single people, all kinds of people, men and women. And what I'm noticing is the trend is that men and women, they come at it from a different direction, kind of the way they explain things. But what it's coming down to is that even though men and women are very different in so many ways, we all are human and we all have the same core needs and wants and core wounds. So, so many of us are just out there projecting all of our wounds on people and trying to choose people that are going to fill those holes within us. But really all they end up doing is mirroring what we need to work on and reminding us what we need to work on and heal. So both men and women come to me with very similar stories and explanations. And that is safety. Men come to me talking about how they don't feel safe to even be vulnerable. And then women come and talk to me about how their men aren't vulnerable or they're not emotionally intelligent and they don't feel safe to let go of control, safe to rely on them, safe physically, mentally, emotionally, financially safe. And especially the women that I know that have kids. So part of the statistic was also that call women that have college degrees. And I can, I can relate to that as well, because it was one of those things that women that are more financially independent and successful, they don't look to men to get all their needs met in that way. Like they don't, they're not depending on a man to financially provide for them. So in circumstances when they don't feel safe, they can file divorce and leave and be financially okay on their own. So I do believe that is a big part of it is that then they can financially provide for themselves and they're not needing a man. They don't need to stay with somebody to be secure in that. So this is where I'm coming back, bringing it all back in now to each of us. It's so important for each of us to own our own pain, own our own conditioning, become conscious 
of why we are the way we are. I'm not saying that anybody needs to dive into their past and re-traumatize themselves by any means. And I am not a therapist, so I'm not over here trying to tell you exactly how you need to do those things. But I'm just say, simply trying to shine light on the dark places that we're refusing to look at because it's really there for a reason. You don't have pain without pleasure. You don't have light without dark. So the darkness exists because it wants to be seen. It wants to help us in our life go further, achieve more, be more, and become whole. I truly believe that there would be so much less drama in the world, drama in relationships, if we were all willing to own our stuff. We're willing to become conscious of the unconscious things. I also feel like part of the reason why women end up filing divorce before men, because women in spirituality, it said that women are basically the gatekeeper to spirituality for men. They anchor themselves into the spiritual world. And when women are on their period, the veil to the divine is a lot thinner. So women are closer in spirituality, more open in spirituality than men. And men are the anchors to reality and to groundedness and to that all the logic things and the stability things. Well, women are already more capable of being spiritual, I guess you could say, or the feminine energy is. So I feel like as women, so many of us wake up sooner than the men. And it's not that men can't wake up and it be possible. I just believe that women end up waking up sooner and then they try to help a man wake up, but we can't do anyone's work for them and we can't force any, anyone to wake up. And I think that COVID was a huge learning lesson for definitely me and a lot of people I know about leaving people where they are. We can't do anyone's work for them, but we can support people and love people. But that requires us to support and love ourselves. I'm going to do a different episode on self-love because that has been such an evolution for me that is just, and it continues to be, that is so amazing. And I just learn more and more every day about truly how to embody self-love and not just all the doing and all the things to truly embody it and to step into my power and my purpose and then empower you and other people to do the same. So this is the year 2023. At the beginning of the year, I was listening to an energy reader and he was talking about 2023 is the year of the rabbit. It is fast moving energy. It is the year of restoration. And I love that term so much because it has been so obvious throughout this whole year. And especially with the general population and just the collective of everything that has been off, it is time. There is no better time in the world than right now for people to be waking up, becoming more conscious and truly embodying their soul's purpose 
and letting go of all the false identities. Anything that is not built on a solid ground, this is the year that it will crumble. It is time for every single one of us to step into our power, to really own who we are and who we came here to be. But that's going to require you to become your own inner alchemist, for you to stop playing the victim and to stop living in fear and lack and abandonment. And it's so crazy that once you start really becoming conscious of those behaviors and of living in that energy, that it's not even a state that you can even maintain anymore because it just gives you such an ick. I mean, I heard something on a podcast the other day that said that I don't remember what year specifically, but some point in time in the, in history, the definitions in the dictionary were completely changed to control people more. And they were talking about the word want actually means lack. So then when I heard that, I started to become so much more conscious of when I say I want something, because then I'm literally putting out into the universe that I am in lack. And you're not ever going to acquire more. You're not ever going to open yourself up to more things in your life if you are in lack. So how can you be ready and comfortable getting uncomfortable, really taking a deep dive inside yourself and acknowledging that all the things that have happened in your life are happening for you at the most perfect time in the most perfect, sometimes shitty ways. And then, okay, you acknowledge that. Awareness is absolutely the first step. I love the saying, consciousness is a universal cure-all. But to go beyond that, you have to make changes. You have to decide that no more. You do not want to continue to make the same choices and be the same person. But that takes that conscious awareness and then the willingness to leave it in the past. In Lewis Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life, she talks about, would you take food from the trash from yesterday, take it out, and make it for dinner tonight? No. So why are we carrying these heavy backpacks of our past? They were meant to be these lessons for us to learn and evolve from. I know I can personally attest to some of the patterns that I've had to recognize in my life the hard way, but you know what? I lived and I learned from them and it becomes so comical when I have those moments of realization and the universe just humbles you with this very bright lights of, Hey, are you going to learn from this or not? And typically it involves getting you really uncomfortable. So. I like to give people a hard time when I have conversations with people because I can like, I can kind of see certain things that other people can't. And when we have illness, injury, tragedy, you know, what we label as like bad things, that stuff is happening for us and it's to wake us up. Think about when something crazy happens, how it is literally a shock to your system and it's just like an earthquake in your life where everything that is not solid crumbles, but that's because you can't continue to build on this foundation that 
is shaky, that's not solid, and that's built on everything external that doesn't truly matter to your soul and is not truly who you are. I like to have conversations with people about anything that you cling to as your identity, you always risk losing because that which controls you will always be lost. Think about anything that you're attaching yourself worth to that will be at some point in time taken away. And the funny thing is, is usually that's your biggest fear. Whatever your biggest fear is, is the thing that you're attached to is also the thing that controls you. So taking that good, honest look in the mirror at all the things in your life where you are giving your power to them. Are you attaching your worth to any of these external sources? And how can you detach yourself from that and become whole and become solid in yourself? And then to be the guide to others. I mean, I am by no means perfect. I have had to do so much work and I continue to do so much work. But I know that I'm not alone in this and that every time I learn and evolve about something, I know that my journey and talking about my journey can also help someone else learn and evolve as well. And that I'm, I'm here for it. And part of why I created this podcast and wanted to be on this platform was to have these hard conversations, to be willing to be uncomfortable, be willing to let the darkness come to light because we all have, we all have some shit in our closet (laughs) and it's just going to continue to get smellier until we acknowledge it. And until we are willing to create something beautiful out of it, out of it and to become this alchemist. I like to talk about, not just talk about all the uncomfortable things because talking about it does take away some of its power, bringing it to light and exposing it takes away some of the power. But then the next step is to do something about it. Probably one of the things that has driven me the most crazy in previous relationships or even, you know, friendships or family situations is only talk about something, but never actually getting to a point of solution. It's like, you're just jumping on this hamster wheel and running, 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 running. And then you just keep yourself in that lower vibration of victim energy. So yes, Let's talk about and bring awareness to all the things because that is the first step to changing something, but then also be willing to accept why it happened, that it happened. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be good or bad. Every situation, every circumstance is neutral until we have thoughts about it and label it as good or bad. It's happening for you. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to, what lessons are you going to take from it? How are you going to grow and evolve from it? So I want to challenge people to not only spread this awareness on things in our life and things that are happening to us and what our attachments are, 
but also challenge you to do something about it and to make the changes. And I love a lot of what Dr. Joe talks about where he just talks about you can't have the same life making the same decisions or being the same person. So in his book, The Habit of um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, he talks about rewiring who you are and just transmuting all this pain into purpose and just making these new neural pathways. And I love these moments of consciousness that I've created that allow me to see things aligning because I'm making these new neural pathways. We can't control the things that have happened to us, but we can control what we're going to do about it, how we're going to react to it. So I've had moments, especially in the last year, where the universe challenges me. And it's like, Jessica, how committed to becoming a different version of you and to having this different life are you? So being put in some of these similar, some of these sometimes challenging situations and giving me the opportunity to say anything at all, because sometimes there's power in saying nothing (laughs) or just changing how I respond and how I deal with situations and that love is the highest, one of the highest vibrations. And it's something that can always bring peace to not only our lives, but to our situations. I want everyone to have the courage to be willing to see these things, be willing to have these conversations, be willing to make the changes. I want you this week to take a moment and get still and reflect back onto the last week, the last couple months, the last year of your life. What is what are the things that have happened? What are the things that are transpiring that you can take and turn into something amazing? And how can you own your own stuff so you can show up in this world more whole, more able to give back and more able to contribute to the collective. This is the year and this is the time that so many people are waking up and that it is time for us as a collective and us as a a society to rise above and to stop playing into all these lower vibrational frequencies like victimhood, like lack, and know that when you're feeling certain things, That is your call to get curious and to go a little deeper and make some connections with it. I mean, we can do all the work we want, but if we isolate ourselves and we just stay by ourselves in the dark and we don't ever get out and experience the world, we will never get triggered. And those triggers force ourselves to up level a little bit. And people are mirrors, just like my episode last week, the manual and the mirror to be able to have these people mirror back to you, what you work on, what you need to work on. So you can become better. So you can better contribute to society. I truly think that we wouldn't have all these divorces. We wouldn't have all these dysfunctional family units and 
a complete collapse of the family unit if more people were willing to work on their stuff for them to take their power back in their life and heal themselves and alchemize all this pain into something beautiful so they can come and contribute to their family so they can contribute to relationships if we're walking around with these huge gaping holes in ourselves we're not whole and we have this empty cup things are just falling right right through us because we need to patch those holes within us we can't contribute to much of anything a job a family a relationship if we can't even keep water in our own cup we can't we don't have any extra to give anyone else so to close this all out i just want to challenge you inspire you empower you it is time to wake the hell up and own your shit. Heal it. Become the freaking alchemist. Turn all the shit into gold. Have a good week. Love you.